Hello and welcome to Nikon Report, your weekly round of all the latest Nikon news and all other photographic announcements that we found interesting. It's Constantine here. And this is Becky. And we're going to talk about Black Fridays. Apparently Black Friday started last Friday, even if it's actually this Friday, but everyone is just spamming our inboxes. What I'm going to do for Black Friday, I'm just going to switch off my computer and my phone. Yeah. I'm going to delete my Gmail account, mm -hmm. you know, so just because everyone mm -hmm. just came out of their holes they did. with a newsletter advertising their deals. That's right. But our deals, which we hope you are interested in, are for our Royal Blue Friday savings week. We don't do Black Friday here because the color scheme of greys, as you've probably noticed, is Royal Blue. So the big one is 20% off all secondhand equipment up to a maximum discount of £200 per item. We also have a fantastic offer of a free SDXC card when you purchase any camera, new or secondhand, that is SD compatible. All right, there's also 20% off all memory cards here, Express SDs, you name it, as well as filters. So if you were dreaming about some circular polarizing filter for 1424 lens, which is normally quite expensive, 20% off will make it more tolerable. We also have 10% of Voigtlander lenses for Nikon Z mount, have a look at that, as well as F mount, and also free film with a purchase of a film camera. Mm -hmm. So you can take advantage of all of those. If you don't subscribe to our email newsletter, then make sure that you are signed up for that so that you do get those offers yeah. to your inbox. We don't know what anyone else is doing. We're not really paying attention to what anyone else is doing, but that's what we're doing. Exactly. And don't forget, there's a Nikon Winter Savings promotion as well as running. There's discounts to be had there on the laws of equipment as well as a Nikon D850, which is actually priced really, really nicely nowadays. So if you're into DSLRs, and I know lots of you are, then that is probably the best price at the moment. I would say so. Now, moving on to some other news, the Nikon ZF is apparently the best-selling camera in many Japanese stores. According to AsobiNet, several camera stores in Japan, including Map Camera and Yodabashi Camera, report that the ZF is currently their best-seller. As a result, the ZF is back-ordered in Japan until May 2024, which is a little bit disappointing, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, so basically Nikon Direct Japan, which is Nikon owned store, uh, they put this notice that they put to all new products saying, due to high demand, don't expect it anytime soon. Big camera as well as Yodobashi camera are listing next shipment in May 2024. Now, we hope it's a placeholder because we've seen it in the past. What we were told by Nikon themselves that actually the supply of Nikon ZF is expected to be better compared to cameras like Z9 and Z8. Mm -hmm. So overall, fingers crossed, hopefully more units will come into the UK, Europe as well as United States and Asia. So while we see those articles saying May 2024, I think actually the actual supply will show up a lot earlier than that. That's right. Now, another update for the ZF is firmware. This is version 1.10 and they have added slow motion video recording. That's interesting. And then they've also fixed an issue in which the viewfinder live view display may not show correctly under some conditions. So obviously some little bu bug fix there that uh, people must have encountered. I don't know what it was, but that's fixed. So you can check out the firmware update. If you've got a ZF, we'll include the link to it in our description box. Yeah, I'm waiting for firmware 2.0 when the camera is going to grow hands by a firmware update. The camera's just going to take pictures for you and you don't have to do anything. Exactly. And then it's going to grow legs in a firmware version 3 and then run away from you. Never again. I will leave with you. Freedom. Exactly. Speaking of another ZF with a letter C next to it, there's a firmware version 1.5.0, which added support of newly announced ENEL25A rechargeable Lion batteries. Now, the firmware came out 
we were wondering, what is Enel 25A battery? And a couple of days later, Nikon Japan announced the camera. Let me read the description of that battery. So, <laughs> so just so you don't know, in description, they write, Enel 25A battery, this is rechargeable battery pack that can be used for a long time with one full charge. It can be charged and used repeatedly with a dedicated battery charger. Imagine Nikon discovers cameras and describe them on their website. <laughs> Now, it does also uh, say that the mirrorless cameras compatible are the Z50, Z30, and ZFC, which we all know. Via film web date. Yeah. It does say that they are scheduled to release on December the 8th, and that pre-orders will begin for the new battery on November 16th. But we have no news beyond that, to be yeah. honest. Well, what I did is I found a picture of ENL 25A and compared it with a picture of a standard ENL 25. What I can see that... The original ENL25 is 1120 mAh and 8.5 watts, while the new A battery is 1250 mAh, so it's 130 mAh more, mm. and then 9.5 volt, so it's one volt extra as well. Mm -hmm. So it's an interesting one. Tom Hogan, apparently, having a theory, well, he's asking, is DX next? Yeah, this is something we also asked ourselves when we saw the announcement of this new battery because it has been a bit of a pattern in the past. But Tom says, still the fact that we appear about to get a new version of the battery used in DX bodies and which requires a firmware update for existing cameras to use seems to imply that Nikon may be about to release a new DX camera or at least tweak an existing one, ZFC. In the past, new batteries have tended to be accompanied by new cameras. This is correct. Yeah, so then he goes to talk about all this, and then he brings an example of Z50. He says, as I've noted elsewhere, the Z50 is a particularly interesting problem for Nikon. In about a year, the EU would not allow sales of Z50. This is because, just as a side note here, the EU regulation coming into play that we talked about a couple of weeks ago of not being able to sell devices that cannot charge via USB-C will affect the Z50 as that is the only camera at the moment on the market that won't charge via USB-C. Yeah, and rumored also DSLRs as well. There's been updates on this. We will discuss it in detail over December month in point of discussion. So wait for that. That's right. So what he goes on to say is that we can all speculate what a Z50 Mark II or ZFC Mark II might be comprised of, but there's one really simple path that would completely change the experience. Stick Xspeed 7 and USB-C into the current cameras. That's it. Suddenly you'd have better autofocus, better internal video capabilities, and additional potential features, even if the same image sensor, shutter, and viewfinder are used. This is what the ZF did compared to the Z62, so why wouldn't Nikon continue that approach? Why wouldn't they? Well, I'll tell you why. Because we've seen this 20 megapixel sensor for years, for donkey's years, really. And in terms of this, Nikon can do that for sure. And if we have XP7, and that will give us a really fast source focus and all the USB-C, we're going to up the frame rate, obviously, because of this. Mm -hmm. That opens up a potential for camera like Z90, mm -hmm. you know, so or AKD 500 replacements. Now, this is all nice and dainty, but I think, personally, Nikon can do better. I think Nikon is better than this because they were pushing the envelope with the releases of Nikon Z9 and Z8. Mm. So I don't understand why DX format has to take a backseat on this. I think they can introduce a new sensor with their flagship camera that eventually will trickle down to the cameras like maybe Z50 Mark II and Z30 Mark II, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. That could be that as well. 
But also, speaking of the batteries, yes, in our 25, is a small battery. And one of the major complaints of any DX cameras that you can have, Z30, ZFC, and Z50, was the battery life. Mm -hmm. So the option is, yes, we need a new camera, that's for sure. I mean, any camera DX lineup, and I think Z50 Mark II probably would be the first in line, together with Z90, hopefully. Mm -hmm. But even releasing the battery now, which is nice, will, it will increase the battery life of your camera, and hopefully it will eliminate the complaint of smaller batteries on DX bodies. There you go. I think if Nikon released a Mark II version of the Z50 or ZFC, as Tom has described it, there would be people who would be disappointed in that. I think that there needs to be, as you say, a new sensor of some description. Having a beefed up version of the DX cameras also would imply that they would use a bigger battery, not the Enel 25A. Yeah, Z90 would, would use definitely a bigger battery. I agree. So I think that if we're looking at the Enel 25A, as portentous of a future DX camera, it's going to be one that follows the same form factor and essentially the very similar specs to what we have right now. So Z50 Mark II? Yes, Z50 Mark II is the oldest DX camera, so it would make sense if they replaced that one. Do you think we actually will see the camera with a vibration reduction on the sensor at some point in DX range? Would be nice, for sure. That is one thing that I do find is missing. Obviously, all the native DX Z lenses have VR on them anyway, so you have lens vibration reduction even if you don't have camera vibration reduction. But if you want to use your FTZ with third-party lenses or you want to use the, let's say, the Sigma Z-mount lenses or anything like that, you do miss VR and we've noticed it. Yeah, especially when you're filming. Video is 100% where it is the most key to have IBIS. So I do think it would be a nice move. I think it might make the camera a little bit bulkier. But uh, I'm not a camera designer, so I yeah. couldn't explain exactly what the ramifications of that are. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind Z50 to be slightly larger. I, I mean, it's 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 the most advanced DX camera from Nikon, generally, like in lineup, and technically mm -hmm. ZFC is the same camera, more up to date. Yeah. But basically, it's on the same line. But if, yeah, if they make it slightly bigger because of the sensor and vibration reduction, I don't mind that at all because overall, it's still much smaller than cameras like D7000 or even D5300. It's true, but do you not think having IBIS on the sensor would then be more of a draw on battery power? It would, and obviously, it will make it bigger. Just look at ZFC. Mm -hmm. ZF is quite thick in terms of this. Yeah, it will definitely increase the size of the camera. But we now have the new battery to combat all that. Hopefully. So who knows? What do you think the next move for Nikon based on this new battery might be? Do you think it will be a Z50 Mark II or possibly something else? What's your DX wish list? Let us know in the comments. On to the other rumors topics. And so it begins. The rumors of high-speed Nikon Z camera with a global shutter, aka Z9H, have started last week. We've mentioned in the discussion in our previous podcast mentioning Z9H, and now Nikon rumors comes in with their take on it. Nikon rumors say, here are some very early and unconfirmed rumors about a new Nikon Z high-speed camera model to be announced for the 2024 Olympics, a high-speed version of the Z9, Z9H, question mark. Just as with the D1H and D1X, the new model will have half the amount of pixels of the Z9. It will be Nikon's fastest FX format camera, global shutter, question mark. The camera will also have a high-resolution mode. And then they added... FYI, I received the above information before the official announcement of the Sony A9 Mark III camera. I was trying to get more details, but unfortunately, this is all I have for now. Yes, for some reason, it never stopped Nikon Rumors publishing all bits of rumors that would come in their way before. But this time, wink, wink, they decided to sit on it for a moment. 
I mean, we kind of discussed everything last week. We think it could be Z9H as D1, D1H, D1X, or D2H, D2X. One is really fast, another one is highest res. It could be a completely new camera, like Z1, the kind of the mother of them all. In terms of this, could be that as well. Exactly. You tell us what you think. What horse you bet on? I mean, as a lot of people pointed out in our previous discussion, is that I don't need a global shot right now. It doesn't mean I don't want it. No. But I don't need it right now. And obviously, I kind of managed to take photographs in general without the global shots. Somehow photography managed to exist for all these years without one. Yeah. You know, and obviously some people pointed out the dynamic range expense of this because the native ISO of uh, A9 Mark III is 250 ISO, which means the dynamic range may suffer a little bit. The reason why we didn't mention previous podcasts is because while we're Nikon only podcast, we don't want to boo-boo other brands. We're actually happy that technology is progressing. The takeaway from this is this technology is now exists. It will be available in a consumer product very, very soon. And we are happy for this. We're not here to start any brand wars or anything like this. So that's why we didn't want to talk about other things, you know. But obviously, some of you did point this out. I don't know, can you live without Global Shutter for now? I think that global shutter would probably affect me the least out of all the people in the world who take pictures. I don't have any particular desire or need for it, but it's a nice thing to have. And as you say, we love technology advancements. We actually welcome them. And, you know, the more the merrier, the more companies that are out there pushing the envelope and sort of making their mark and saying, we can do this now at this price point, the better. Because then Nikon will also follow suit at some point, which is great for all us Nikon users. And whoever installed a snake into the software of their cameras, they would with my vote. Be your best friend. Exactly. On some other news, Nikon celebrate the 90th anniversary of its Nikkor lenses. That's right. A story in every lens, as Nikon say. Nikon is proud to celebrate their 90th anniversary of the launch of its Nikkor lenses in commemoration of this milestone that they aim to further strengthen and increase awareness of the Nikkor brand through various promotions. As part of these promotions, Nikon has created a 90th anniversary logo, just somewhere here, to commemorate the enduring legacy of Nikon. This logo showcases the silhouettes of lenses that have left their mark on the history of imaging since the inception of the Nikkor brand, as well as symbolic lenses of the present. There are also a series of short videos that highlight the value and quality of Nikkor lenses and the achievements they've enabled, which will be released. And if you'd like to see more of that, you can check it out on the Nikon website. Yeah, I want a t-shirt with that logo. I think it's quite cool. Yeah. You know, there's this once a year National Book Tokens in the UK mm -hmm. do this sort of quiz thing where yeah. you have the picture and you have to figure out what the book titles are based okay. on the pictures. I think Nikon should have done the same with this where you have to guess what each lens is and then you get entered into a prize draw. Mm. Because some of them, I'm guessing, I mean, I can see in there a 1424, I can see a 13 mil 5.6. Yeah, easily 1424. I can see 20, 23.5. Yeah, there's an <laughs> underwater lens there for new corners. That's right, there's a 300 PF 300 PF. This one is, I think, 13 millimeter 5.6. Good. We agreed on that one. There's a 70. 300, 300, 300 2.8. 2 that's the 70 to 180 for sure, macro. That one? Yeah. Could be. Yeah, because of the size of the little tripod mm. fan, I recognize it. Anyway, it's quite fun. <laughs> yeah. So do we win something if we get it right? That's what I want to know. 
you win everything. I think that's a tilt shift lens. No, a shift lens. You think no, it's the Nikonas? It's Nikonas because you got knobs on each side. Yeah, it's true. For focusing. It's true, so it's when true, you're true. diving. Of course it is. Know? Yeah, of course it is. I'm a desk diver, I know. Apparently, that Nikos history began in 1932 with the registration of Nikos trademark by Nikon themselves, then Nippon Kogako. And a year later, the first shipment of Iron Nikos aerial photographic lenses was dispatched. The rest is history. You have some of those lenses. We do. Yes, we do. Let's celebrate. Yeah, Yay. celebrate. Okay. Next up for our favorite news, there is the financial results Q&A for Q2. And you have kindly highlighted some of the questions. I do. So for some of you who will wait for live streams with me, prepare for 24 hour live stream of Q3 financial results <laughs> with Khan. Excellent. The question is your full year forecast for the imaging product business entailed a 25 billion increase in revenue compared to august forecast but only a 2 billion increase to operating profit making profit growth appear modest please share a breakout or breakdown we should say of the factors growing profit yeah i mean i mean it's a long answer really and we shouldn't really read it all but you're gonna paraphrase yes so we're gonna read just the first sentence that's all you need to know we are not chasing share growth in the low price digital cameras okay so cut z30 sales i what wouldn't even that? i wouldn't even consider z30 that low price well it's anyway. not low price but if you look at the nikon z system this is their entry level you know back in the day we had d3000 series cameras which was cheaper and we talked about it it would be about four, 400 pounds with a lens now we're looking about 700 pounds on the camera with a lens but we talked about the inflation and all that true i mean i still feel like there's a market for 500 pound camera but obviously in this case i think Nikon is trying to be smart so they're saying we don't want to move the boxes mm -hmm. with a low margin goods mm -hmm. we want to ignore that and we just want to concentrate on the higher products Yes. You know, that's the thing. So I, I guess their threshold, Z30 is their threshold. I, I guess they're not trying to release a product lower than that. And then if they're talking about that we want to introduce the product with high margin, that also tells me that obviously the Gen 3 is going to come out next year for sure. Who knows? Maybe you're going to see Z3 in a full frame, you know, or video camera yeah. in a full frame range. And then if they're looking at uh, DX, then I guess it's uh, Z19 and Z50 Mark II. This is my guess, mm -hmm. you know, because they don't want to introduce anything later. ZFC is still too early. I think the replacement and obviously that Z30 came out fairly recently as well. Agreed. Although it's an odd strategy, I do agree with you. And I think that it's a shame to not have entry-level cameras now at the same price point that we had a few years ago. But it just seems like this is the way the world's going. The way the cookie crumbles. That's right. Now onto some other news. In the UK, a rare 300mm F2 AIS was sold at the auction. The seller was from Europe and had estimated it in the price range of between about 16 and 17,000 euros. This apparently rare and sought after 300mm T2 was adapted to the REPL mount, so obviously very niche usage. And the idea was that the lens had been rehoused for cinema by Century Precision Optics, who made this remarkable piece of glass fit for onset use. The lens is coming up to about 40 years old and I don't think we've ever seen one in the shop in all our years. I did check with Gray and he said he does not recall seeing one before so that was quite rare and special. 
Well, I assume we probably saw something similar, but a Nikon mount, but mm -hmm. not exactly the same lens. No. On the subject of adapted lenses, last week, Matt Granger brought out a video on the Nikon ZF with adapted F-mount lenses, where he essentially tested out various different F-mount lenses adapted on the Z. Everything from sort of old manual focus lenses to earlier F-mount AFS lenses. And his results are in the description box if you'd like to have a look. In the meantime, we are working on a video that will show you all the Voigtlander native lenses for Nikon Z mount in the flash on the Nikon ZF, so stay tuned for that. But speaking of adapted lenses, apparently a company, which is called Monster Adapter, has announced the special adapter that will autofocus the regular AF as well as AFD lenses, Nikon lenses, on Sony cameras. Imagine that. Yeah, it is interesting. So Monster Adapter, we thought it was Monster, it would have been cool. Monster Adapter announced on their official X, Twitter, whatever you call it, account that they are developing an F-mount lens adapter for Sony E-mount that is said to be compatible with AFD type lenses. The um, LA-FE2, which just rolls straight off the tongue there, mm. is a new generation of electronic adapter with built-in focus motor and dual aperture motor. It is scheduled to be released in 2023, but as there's not much left of 2023, I really do wonder when that will be. Yeah, I assume if it comes out for Sony cameras, it's just a matter of time for them releasing the Nikon Z version. And that means that finally, 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 we will get a proper FTZ adapter that will drive all autofocus lenses, AFS, AFD, as well as AF on our Nikon Z cameras. Fingers crossed, hopefully it will happen next year. I am very excited yes all right on to reviews the first one up is our review of nikon zf <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> we've done that yes we did a review out and about with the zf in worthing we discussed the handling and the usage and all kinds of other things but there are many many more videos to come to build on top of that because we couldn't really cover all of the exciting features in one video so be prepared to see lots of content based around the zf in the coming months we also have a review on the tilt shift macro 100 mm f 2.8 by tt artisans it's a tilt and shift and it's also macro all things that we love in one place so definitely check this out becky is in love with this lens I have no idea what it does, but we are very excited. <laughs> and for your weekend read and watch section, we have Nikon Cameras and Lenses in Space by Tim Chapman. Yeah, that's based on the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago about Nikon assessing this unnamed Nikon Z9 camera that's about to go to space. By the moon. And a lot of you mentioned that Nikon obviously previously went to space as well. So here's the collection for you of some Nikon cameras that went to space, some Nikon lenses as well with a serial number. So do check this out. And we also have Nikon ambassador Michelle Valberg on storytelling in wildlife photography by Pedic Pixel. So lots of beautiful pictures of wildlife. Lovely. From space to Antarctica. That's right. In <laughs> one smooth move. <laughs> Which brings us to the end of this show. Thank you very much for joining us this week. Yes, thank you very much for watching and or listening. Please give us a like and a subscribe if you're on YouTube. If you're listening on a podcast platform, a follow, a rating, a review, tell all your friends and family, your work colleagues, and the postman too. And you know, don't be shy to leave us a review as well because it greatly helps the podcast to reach more people. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Unlimited, as well as Spotify's of the world. We're also available on social medias where we share our photographs. That's right. I'm on Instagram at Rebecca underscore Danese. The shop is at Nikon at Gray's. And I'm at Constantine Kochkin. And we will see you in two weeks. But next week, we're going to have a beautiful conversation with special guests 
in the place of this podcast. So definitely check it out next week. It's the one to watch. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> ciao, ciao. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye. <laughs>